0: It's time to pick up the phone, Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well, doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills, paired with your life experience, and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches, and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified.
1: Welcome. Welcome, everyone. It's Katie DePaula, founder of IGC here, and today... On the Six Figure Certified Coach Podcast, I am interviewing my lifelong friend, Lindsay Hunt. Let's give it up for Lindsay. Woo! Woo! Can I cheer for myself or is that? Cheer for yourself, honey. Lindsay Hunt. Lindsay Hunt. All right. So we're going to take a walk on the healthy side today, which is the name of Lindsay's business. And um, we're obviously so happy to have you, Lindsay. I'm going to give a quick bio so you guys know who she is and what we're talking about. And then we're going to dive in. So, does that sound good to you? Sounds perfect. Okay. Bio me up. Okay. So, after years of extensive medical testing, which provided no solutions for Lindsay's digestive struggles, we've all been there. Lindsay took her health into her own hands. She did a lot of research and personal study and really learned how foods impact our bodies and how to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. We'll talk more about that. And by slowly making changes to her diet and also her thought patterns, she healed all of her physical symptoms and shifted her mindset to a positive place. So. Um, Lindsay has now spent the last decade sharing her knowledge to help people all over the world who have similar frustrations, and she does that through her one-on-one coaching practice and also her courses and programs. Also, you're writing a book. So welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. All of the things per usual, right? All of the things. Yeah. So um, do you want to tell everyone what our relationship is or... (laughs) <laughs> our secret relationship
2: we are best high school friends meeting freshman year on the tennis team I heard Katie before I saw her wheeling across the tennis court and you know it was just love at first sight we can call it I didn't <laughs> and that. since then we have blossomed our relationship and been friends lifelong friends as you say
1: Yeah, we've been lifelong friends and we've really pushed each other through a lot of these different periods of our lives where we're trying to figure out what we wanted and what was next. So, for those of you who are listening who are in a period of your life where you're transitioning or you want to make a transition, Lindsay and I have both done that many times and we'll share some of those stories. And we've even pushed each other during some of those times. So, you might also have a friend or you might be the friend who's pushing another friend or who's being pushed by a friend. And, um, you know, sometimes we need that, that accountability in our lives. And I think you've always been that for me, Linz, and I hope I've been that for you, too.
2: You have. We've definitely followed each other's paths in you know, our career aspirations. And I think we knew back in high school, we just wanted to do something different than the norm and we wanted to help people. And we had these big thoughts. And here we are today, business owners crushing life.
1: Crushing life, yeah. At so, least trying to. <laughs> so that's our relationship, and then your relationship with IGC. So, when we started IGC in the very early years, which was 2015, the beginning of 2015 was when I founded the company. I had sort of convinced you to come on and get of certif- get pre-certified through IGC, and then be a mentor and a coach in our program. So one thing I want to talk about a little bit today, and I guess we can jump right into it is, you know, you've had different kinds of certifications. You've done a health coaching certification. You went through IGC's certification years and years ago. Um, Tell me a little bit about both of those experiences and how they've kind of supported each other as you've created your career.
2: Yeah, that's a good question because I feel... I have this interesting blend now of certifications um, and my business sort of shows that with mindset and nutrition coaching woven into one. Um, And really it started off like I was working a corporate world job and you were like, you're super unhappy and you love health and wellness. So why don't you explore a health and wellness career and become a nutritionist or something like that? Um, And so I started with the health coaching certification And it was great. It just showed me that this was definitely the direction I wanted to go in. And I immediately started taking clients and working on the nutrition front. Um, But it wasn't quite enough. It wasn't really deep enough. I was, you know, having these kind of surface level conversations about nutrition with people. And IGC was sort of the piece of life coaching and mindset work and all the stuff that I was interested in. And so when I was able to start to flex that muscle, learning all the skills with IGC, it became such an expander in my business and yeah. it gave me so many more tools and resources to offer clients. And then it also helped me niche a little bit more and who I was reaching out to and how I could help people. And now I think those foundational certifications have been sort of the you know, launch pad to a successful career.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I, what I love so much about coaching as a career path is that, Um, we can take our personal interests and the things like we're naturally good at and the things that just feel so second nature to us and coaching allows us to like wrap this business around it. And I think that that was what I saw for you specifically, you know, I'm someone who has never really had a a niche. Like I've always been more of a broad life slash business coach based on whatever my clients need in the moment but i think what's interesting about your story is that you know nutrition was always something from my perspective that you kind of knew about i remember like growing up your mom being like super aware of health in a way that i was never exposed to as a child and kind of gravitating towards you because of that and then you've been able to sprinkle in this this mindset piece, because from how I've interpreted it, that's what you have felt is missing in the typical nutrition, health, wellness conversations. Absolutely. And I think even
2: going back to how we met in high school, we used to sit in the sauna after tennis practice and have what we call sauna chats.
1: Mm -hmm. And they
2: were essentially like life coaches coaching chats where we, you know, talked about life and we talked about our aspirations and stuff in high school and beyond high school. And so it was always natural and something I've loved to do in terms of exploring, you know, how people think and what makes them tick. And that's the piece to anything that you're building in life, whether you are a business coach, a health coach, you need to understand how people think and how you can help them Get their thoughts to align to what they want to attract into their life or what they want to become. Um, So I feel like we were doing that before we knew what it was with each other. We were each other's first life coach, probably Mm -hmm. in the
1: saunas. (laughs) Probably. Oh, gosh.
2: And now, um, you know, it's something that I'm very passionate about bringing into the nutrition space because, you know, weight loss and diet culture and all of the things. Mm -hmm. are happening online. Nowadays, everybody's has the health coaching certification and is talking about that. And I think a lot of people are struggling going from diet to diet without long-term solutions or long-term success, because they're not flexing the mindset piece. They're not thinking about, um, you know, what are my habits and what are the thoughts when I wake up in the morning and what do I want out of life? And what's my vision for myself? And kind of this deeper, rooted stuff, the muck Mm -hmm. of all of it is a lot more than most of us know, eat vegetables and exercise and sleep. Like we know those things, but we avoid some of this kind of deeper inner work. And that's where IGC came in as it gave me a lot of confidence Mm. to coach people around that, to bring up things that were before, you know, almost, I felt off limits because I didn't have the training around Mm -hmm. it, but now I have a lot of confidence and I know it's, so critical that we dive right on in when I'm working with someone to what's really holding them back from getting results
1: yeah it's really interesting I mean I don't know I haven't been through like a nutrition program but to me what I've learned from from you and from other students who have gone through similar programs is like often these programs are more like consulting programs where they teach you how to consult and educate other people um, and it's really the coaching piece like, which is really like knowing how to move people through their own resistance Mm -hmm. that makes coaching effective. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast, which is what is coaching? What is consulting? Do you think you're a life coach, but you're really a consultant because you're just telling people what to do. There's nothing wrong with weaving consulting into your work. In fact, there's like a statistic from the international coach federation that like, 60% of coaches function also as another type of service provider. So, you know, most of us are multifunctional in some way, but it's really important that we distinguish what we're doing outside of coaching and that when we're telling someone what to do, like when we're advising them on how to eat or when we're advising them on how to market themselves, if you're a marketing coach or you know how to have a healthy relationship, if you're a relationship coach, that we also have the tools to actually coach them through their own resistance. And I, I, I lied. I was wrong. This, the data actually says that 94% of coach practitioners offer services in addition to coaching, which is really high hmm.
2: Yeah. And that's really what I'm seeing in the space nowadays that can be frustrating is a lot of people are just saying, hey, this is what I do. This is what I eat in a day. This is how I've secured my perfect mm-hmm. relationship. So now I'm going to coach about it. This is how I made you know, six figures a month or whatever it is. And it's, it's all we're doing is, is saying, here's what worked for me. Copy paste. And right. copy paste doesn't work. It doesn't transfer over. You can't just copy and paste what works for me and what I eat in the day or my workout plan or my business plan. Copy it's, paste. It's got to be customized. It's got to be your own work. And there is no shortcut. I think you really want to work with a coach to say, like you said, how do I move through my own resistance? How do I do this in my own way? Because that's the only way it's going to stick.
1: Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. Like the copy paste thing, because it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't work. I guess it can to an extent, right? Like there's an extent where we can borrow someone else's blueprint, try to do the same thing. And it can work whether it's a workout or it's eating a certain way, or it's operating in their relationship or their marriage or in their business. But you're so right that eventually that runs out or maybe from the beginning, it's just not effective. You know, my in, in my mind, coaching is asking. It's asking people, well, what's in your way? What, what have you tried? What haven't you tried? What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? How do you feel when you go to eat a salad? How do you feel when you go to make yourself something healthier? How do you feel, you know, not eating sweets? How do you feel when you do eat sweets? I, this is me being a life coach. I mean, being a health coach. Am I a good health coach? How do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> no, but right. Whereas like consulting is telling. So coaching is asking, consulting is telling. And I would guess in your client relationships, part of the time you're telling, part of the time you're asking. Yes,
2: a hundred percent. And I think, um, you know, people need to, coaches, when you are interviewing a coach or looking for a coach, you definitely want to find someone who is asking and who is Mm -hmm. listening and who is, you know, not saying that I do X, so you're going to do X. They're right. saying it sounds like you need why. and this is why I think that it's going to work for you and starts right. to give some suggestions. So, you know, it is really interesting and like it can be frustrating, like being in the industry for so long and seeing like, you know, all the there's so much information out there and the way that it's like coming out there at people is a lot, I know. Um, which is why I think, you know, life coaching. I'm glad it's getting, you know, at least more attention and people are understanding the benefits of that. And I hope to continue to you know, be a spokesperson as a life coach, health coach, <laughs> that it can make a huge difference in your business. If that's you know, what you want to do is help people transform, you're going to want to have a blend of a background.
1: Yeah. Speaking of backgrounds, I want to go back a minute to your background and have you talk a little bit about how you took your previous work experiences. I think of like when you were working at Canyon Ranch, when you were working at Yelp, like those are very different jobs. You learned different things, but you've brought those skill sets and that knowledge to your current business. And so for those people who are listening, who are like, I'm just not in the coaching world. I want to be, can you tell us from your own experience and your own example, how are some things we, how are some ways we can think about using our previous experience as entrepreneurs?
2: Yes. I mean, literally every job I've ever worked has had a purpose in my business. Even in high school, I worked at Starbucks and now I'm like very familiar with the Starbucks menu (laughs) and talking about the sugar in the drinks or, you know, doing things like um, cold calling, you know, sales and doing writing and PR and even doing some like modeling jobs when I was Mm -hmm. in my young 20s. Um, I use it all now. It's a blend and it's given me so much confidence and it's the best education I could have had is all these different jobs and experiences. And I, at the time when I was working these jobs, you and I would have these conversations and it was horrible tears and just not knowing why it wasn't the right fit. But Mm -hmm. looking back now, it's like, wow, I'm so glad I did those different Mm -hmm. jobs and Mm -hmm. had that exposure because it's just given me, you know, it's made me unique And it's given me a lot of skill sets that I didn't know that I would need owning Mm -hmm. a business. So if you know that you want to leave your current job, that first of all, congratulations, that's a big (laughs) step is knowing you're ready to go. And second of all, you can completely leap industries. It doesn't, you know, going from like working as a financial manager to a life coach might sound weird or becoming a health coach when you've been working as a blank, it's, it sounds like a big leap, but what you're doing now will hundred percent serve you in your entrepreneurial career.
0: Hi, it's Kalia, IGC coach training grad and six figure certified coach. I know you're here listening to these incredible stories of successful coaches and wondering when
2: will it be my turn? I'm sure you entered this year with the goal of finally stepping into your purpose. And there is no better way than enrolling in IGC's internationally accredited coach training program. Enrollment is open now and it is your turn.
0: So take the first step by going to interglowcircle.com forward slash call right now and book a free call with me. Your six-figure certified story starts today.
1: Talk to me a little bit about this. This is obviously a podcast about earning money, about supporting yourself, about, uh, you know, getting paid by living your purpose, by doing work that you love. How have you been able to raise your rates over the years? And what has that looked like for you as an entrepreneur where like, no one's like giving you a raise, but you have to do that for yourself. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that was the most enticing part of owning a business was realizing there was no feeling on the income I could make and the potential for possibilities of growth. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I still have these huge aspirational dreams of maybe I'll do a food product line or maybe I'll, you know, have a bunch of health coaches working under me. Like the options are always endless, which Mm -hmm. is so exciting. And in terms of raising my rates, it's definitely something that there was no playbook to do. Uh, no one told me when to raise my rates or how to raise my rates. but I would know that based on you know the experience I was giving people and the results they were they were getting, I could start to charge more. Mm-hmm. And every time I've raised my rates, it's been such an empowering process because mm-hmm. I've evened out the energy exchange between, the service i'm giving people and you know mm-hmm. what they're paying me is equal and the minute it starts to feel like i'm resenting my job or not loving my job it's often an indicator to raise my rates a little bit because i know i've gained more experience you know i'm better at the work that i'm doing and mm-hmm. the energy exchange needs to shift and i need to raise the rates up a bit and that's been great because i make more money i you know feel valued for my worth and my skills and my time and i think people also respect the rates that i have currently and mm-hmm. what they're receiving is you know in alignment with that so that's the coolest part about choosing your own rates is it's in your heart and you know when it's in alignment for you versus a company that might have given you a paycheck or something that doesn't feel in alignment for your worth
1: Yeah. And I've noticed like for me, I can start to feel it like I'm like feeling overly drained, or like, you know, my clients are getting more than I'm getting. And obviously, it's like a relationship, right? Like, there are times where things feel a little out of balance. But if it feels out of balance for an extended period of time, then it's time to make some changes. Uh, Before we started recording this, I asked you for some of the key pieces of your six figure success story. So, I'm going to go through a couple of them. And if you could just like freestyle for us a little bit and add some extra thoughts, some we've touched on, some we haven't. But um, according to you, some of the things that have helped contribute to your own success are number one, being certified in health and life coaching and blending them together, which has given you an edge over other nutritionists, other health coaches, et cetera. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah. So I call myself a body and mind coach now because I'm working on both people's bodies and mind. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without a life coaching and health coaching certification. It gave me permission to go and naturally teach what is coming naturally through me to teach as well as the tools and the resources. Mm. So I have yeah. the exercises I've learned through IGC, as well as the nutrition knowledge to help people evolve mentally and physically. Um, so I do think, you know, looking back, that was one of the greatest things that I did was mm-hmm. get certified early on in both areas that were interesting to me and I wanted to explore.
1: Yeah. I love that, and I see how it's like deep into your work so much because you're not you, like you really stand out from other health coaches. You're not just like an average health coach; like you bring a lot more to the table. And I would assume that's a big reason why your clients get better results. Do you ever get people who like have worked with other health coaches or other nutritionists before, and like it hasn't worked for them all the time? That's all the time, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's how the conversation always starts, and there's a lot of fear and resistance, like Emma. Emer- is this going to work? I've right. been burned by so many programs, so many diets, so many coaches, so many you know X, Y, and Z. Um, and I have to explain. And I think people get it when I explain this is why I'm different, and this is how I can help you. I'm not going to mm-hmm. just give you a meal plan or a recipe book or you know X. I'm going to give you it all, and it's all going to be customized for you.
1: Yeah, we had a retreat for our level two students in LA this weekend, which I know you know, but. For those people who didn't watch our instagram stories um <gasps> and one of the things i was telling them when i was teaching was like a lot of the clients that are gonna come to you are going to have been burned before like they will have had bad experiences either with life coaches with therapists with different service providers and so like your job is to like really stand out and really be different and be like really effective you know the best marketing. Uh, sometimes people are like hiring, interviewing multiple coaches, right? Like someone might come to you and be interviewing you, be interviewing another health coach, be interviewing a nutritionist. Maybe they're also looking at hiring just like a life coach. Like they're not sure what they need. This is much more common for people to do, for consumers to do than it was ten years ago. Thank the Lord, but you know, you have to stand out. And the best way to do that is to listen, is to give feedback, is to hold them accountable, is in your consultations, in your sessions to be modeling what coaching is and to be showing how this experience is going to go differently than the other experiences they have. I think that at this point, most people have worked with someone, whether or not they are a coach or, you know, a different kind of practitioner, um, but they've worked with someone and like, they're coming to you because it hasn't worked. So they're taking a chance. It's like when we're like starting to date again, after really getting burned, we're like, uh, like I'm willing to like meet people and date, but you better be worth, you better be worth it. Right. Better be worth it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, and like, the first couple of times I remember that I felt scared or nervous when somebody would say, like, well, how are you going to be different? Right? Like, mm. how are you going to make it work? Like, I, I have high expectations and like, this is a big investment and like, yeah. I'm counting on you. And it was <laughs> pressure. Um, but Can't. now I love it because I'm so confident in the formula I have. Yeah. And even like my branding, my messaging online, like, it took a while to, you know, go away from what other people were doing as health coaches, like just posting a recipe every day, or like everyone was kind of doing the same reel or the same thing and being able to like blend in quotes from mindset stuff for me, or like, a, you know, a nutrition recipe, like it doesn't totally make sense of what yeah. people are doing. But when somebody finds my page, and they're meant to work with me, they're like, I really get it. Like, you're not just giving me a recipe book. I I expect to do this deeper work with you based on the messaging that you're putting out there into the world.
1: Although you do have a recipe book, right? I do have a recipe book. So go buy that. (laughs) I should have brought one and held it up. Um, Okay. So another thing you talked about in in, what's contributed to your success is building a solid referral network. I feel like that's something that coaches and business owners don't talk about enough because it's so oversimplified, but I'm a fan of oversimplified. I think it's what works. Talk to us about how that has, you know, supported your growth. Yeah.
2: I mean, one of my jobs was at Yelp. I was a sales consultant and I was working there miserably, but what's made such great transition for me is I really um, pushed my Yelp page when I started working with clients, asking them to write me reviews, Yeah, Um, you know, and I, I just became like a word of mouth, business. And that was how Mm. people were finding out about me. Um, And really like the, the thing that I've done since the beginning that I've been proud of is no matter who I'm working with, I try to give them the like five star experience because I know even if like they're not my favorite person in the world or something is going on, you never know who you're working with. But I know that like I want them to transform because they are my business card out in the world. Right. And they are my referral network and people where I work with their parents and then their parents, friends, and then their daughter, and then their daughter's friends. And like, it's just a zigzag. And I haven't had to spend that much money on marketing and advertising because I really early on invested in the people and I still invest in the people I'm working with. And then I ask for the referral. I say, if you don't mind and you had a good experience, please, you know, give me feedback and write a review and I'd love to share it. And I'd love for you to share. I am taking on new clients because so many people are like, are you taking on new clients? Please feel free to share it. Like there's lots of
1: opportunities to work with me and that's how I built my business. I love that. There's so much that's so important in there, which is one, um, build a solid referral and reviews network like don't forget about the reviews you know the google reviews the yelp reviews like those are so so important they're so valuable they help with search engine optimization they help people find you locally um and they help people decide whether or not to hire you because we forget that that like someone might not find us because of a review but they might hire us because of a review or they might not not hire us because of bad reviews or lack of reviews and like if for some reason you got a bad review one time, you can go get 10 people to write great reviews and bury that stuff. So, you know, that's really, bury that (laughs) sucker, bury them. Um, so, you know, that's really, really important. And then I love what you say about people being your business cards out in the world. I think that's so beautiful. And like, just such a great way to look at your clients. Like they're not a number. They're not someone you like work with. And then it's like, whatever, you know, in this age that we're in where we did a whole podcast on this, like the red flags of the life coaching industry, but you know, in an age where there's certain life coaches who are like, look at what I bought for myself. And that's supposed to be the example of the work you do. You have such a client centric focus of no, the example of the work that I do is the results that my clients get. And you do such a great job, anonymously, of course, but like sharing like screenshots of text messages that clients send you or like, I love when they're like texting you, like, look what I ate today. And they're like, so proud of themselves. (laughs) You can just tell. And you're like, I'm so proud of you. Um, that makes me really happy. So that's cool. Um, and then the, the last two were clear and concise branding, which I think you've always had such a beautiful, clean visual brand. If you want to talk about that for a little bit and then lifestyle balance, you, you told me that you make the most money when you're not stressing about it. So tell us about those last two.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the branding was what we chatted about just like, you know, being okay with my unique voice. Mm. Um, and also staying very professional has worked for me. Like Mm. I, don't have a personal Instagram just because it sounds tiring to have two Instagram. So mm-hmm. um, I share a little bit of like my personal life on Instagram, but I do, you know, keep things professional and you don't have to, I know some people's like brand is based on like their real authentic, funny, crazy, wild self, but just in the way that I'm running my business and helping people with like really intense, serious issues. I, I want my brand to come across as a reputable, Trusted company where mm-hmm. I'm going to take them very seriously. And I want them to feel that when they're looking at my Instagram account or Facebook mm. or website, um, but also see that there's like, you know, personality to me and there's some fun and stuff too. It's not all plain Jane, boring facts. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, the branding, is it's really, I think, nice just to get a nice, clear brand, which you and I have both invested in um, and yeah. put money in. And that's been worthwhile. And yeah. then in terms of the second part, just, you know, not working too hard and doing the best that I've done is I've tried like the copy paste protocol, like we talked about earlier, and like grinding and I need to have funnels and I need, you know, these like newsletters to go out at a certain time. And like Mm -hmm. whenever I push so hard and try to be this like grinder in my business, it backfires because working with my natural energy and the whole point of owning my business was to have flexibility and freedom. If I don't honor that. I really notice a lot of like resentment and stress and anxiety that show up. And it just doesn't make me a great coach. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make me a great business owner. It makes me not like my life and my day. Um, so I think for me, I've learned that playing is part of profit. And when I play and have fun, I'm the best version of myself and I easily make sales on sales calls and I have a lot of fun with my clients. Um, and I'm able to give them a lot of my energy because I've filled up my own cup first.
1: Yeah. I feel like you've always been a fan of like not working as hard, like, I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, it in a positive <laughs> way, like, or not, not that you don't work hard. You obviously work hard, but like not burning yourself out. Like even when we were young, I just remember you kind of being like, okay, go for it. And you're like AP classes. Cool. Sounds fun. I'm going to go enjoy my life and like be well balanced, which, um, you know, that's something that I've struggled with is like being such a striver and then literally having these like massive periods of burnout where like I can't function. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. All right. Well, thank you (laughs) so much for taking a walk on the health healthy side with us. Is there anything else, any final thoughts or words or anything final you want to share with our audience?
2: No, this was so much fun. And, you know, follow along walk on the healthy for that clean branding that we talked about <laughs> those perfect curated messages. Um, no, it was so much fun. And I think like the biggest thing I would say just to wrap it up is follow your heart. And if you're interested in something, explore it. Like if you've just been curious about life coaching or curious about health coaching, like it's just, it's a message that you're meant to go in that direction. And that's what I did. And I think that's what you did is we both just like followed what we were interested in and what sounded exciting and what we wanted to do next. And all of those little things unfolded into two glorious businesses for us. So follow your heart, follow your interest. And you know if you're interested in a program, it's a sign to dig in.
1: Yes. And if you're interested in learning more about Lindsay and working with her, you can find her on Instagram at walk on the healthy side, some personal things, but not super personal, just as she said, <laughs> um, but she shares recipes and she shares beautiful photos of food and, um, lots of great ideas for staying healthy, both in your mind and your body. And then you can also find her on walk on the healthy And if you're a health health, uh, junkie, is that the right word? The health junkie? I like that. Yeah, wellness junkie <laughs> out there. And you're also looking to add life coaching to your repertoire. Make sure you check out InnerGlowcircle.com and our coach training programs. Thank you so much, Linz. I love you so much. Love Can't you. wait to see you soon. Thanks All right. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. Let's face
0: it. The world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.